everybody. Welcome to Tapes, 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 a podcast about old movies from our childhood. Our? <laughs> Who are we? <laughs> well, I'm your podcast host, Evan William Crockett, and this is my trusty co-host... I'm Josh. Jo- wow. That signature reserved nature. Couldn't do it without you, bud. I'm just, I'm just saving my energy for an hour in. <laughs> it's like it's like running a marathon you got to take your breaks you know early on so you can get in that last uh that last mile yeah you're like steph curry in the third quarter well anyway like we said this is a podcast about old movies from our childhood josh and i are childhood best friends we've been best friends since high school and into beyond into the ether every week we pick a movie we watch it for your pleasure and we review it <laughs> still new into season three can't remember yeah, the intro. <laughs> <laughs> you got this. You got this. I believe in you. At the end of the episode, we give these movies a rating of either be kind and rewind or eject and reject, denoting whether they're worth your time or whether they're simply a wreck. Remember that one time I did the intro? You've done it a few times and I, I miss it because it's it's kind of amazing when you do it. No, it's not. It just, what is it? I'm like at a podium. Like holding a script and yes. it's like second grade. Yeah, it's like you're I'm in second grade and, the and like I'm your dad and I'm like feeding the lines to you in the first row. I'm like mouthing with you all of the things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're really dating ourselves right now, aren't we? We we are really dating ourselves. Wait a minute. Josh. Josh, Josh what do you hear? Um, a good bit? Nope. It's another wonderful guest that we have this week. Everybody in the Tapes, Tapes, Tapes family, welcome Chris Trainey. Oh, dude, so close. It's Trani. <laughs> wow. Come on, man. Bro. I, mean, I had to wait for all that, that whole that, intro all that to hear you butcher my name. Oh, man. I should just I should give well, away my second. It was fun being on the podcast, but I'll see you later. <laughs> I'm out. Right, you know, we're we, we're only our, our, uh, a couple of guests into the season, so yeah, we'll just take this one. My writer <laughs> said you had to pronounce the name correctly in the first four minutes, otherwise, game over. Oh, you did. He, Chris did have a very specific writer. It was Brown M and M's only. Yes. Uh, how yeah. to pronounce his last name? And right. a child must cry. That's it. Wasn't more specific than that. And just what's a funny child is you got cry. two out of three. You know, like I got the kid in the corner. He's crying. I got the yeah. We got the kid kids. before the M and M's. Brown yeah. M and M's are hard to come by. It was uh, so close. Well, <laughs> <laughs> much harder than a crying child. Yeah, dude. You, you got. I gotta admit, you guys crushed at that. You guys got the weeping child. Like, <laughs> hey, we have thing. our specialties. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh Chris, thank you very much for for being here. Uh, Chris, you're <laughs> Josh's friend. Uh, uh, just, friend just stick- in quotes. Whoa, okay. He's really taking this last <laughs> name to heart. No, no, I'm kidding. He, he's he's yeah, he's, we're really starting off on a bad foot here. He's good. He's good people. You know, I well, helped him move. Thanks. <laughs> I I helped him just in general. Just I helped him. Yep. <laughs> well, any any friend of Josh is a friend of ours on the podcast. We're we're very happy to have you here. Um, and Chris, because you're such a special guest, you also chose the movie this week. Do you want to tell the lovely folks what we'll be talking about? 
Absolutely, and I stand by this decision. Uh, <laughs> uh, why, why, why is that funny? <laughs> I hope so. I just the yeah. fact that you have to stand by it is telling. <laughs> <laughs> Put the cart before the horse on this one. Look, look, guys, look into my eyes, and you will see. Okay, Mm -hmm. looking into my microphone, what this selection means to me. All right, search your hearts, search your souls, and when you find me there, you'll search no more. I mean, does it get any better than 1991's Robin Hood, A Prince of Thieves? Thank you. Oh my gosh! What a pick, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. We got directed by Kevin Reynolds. We got none other than Kevin Costner. I mean this this movie is pretty stacked. We got Morgan Freeman's is in this movie. Christian Slater's, Alan Rickman, The Woman. Like this movie. It's <laughs> got a lot the going. It's <laughs> got a lot going on for it. Oh my um, god! <laughs> Josh, do you want to hit him with a synopsis? Oh, as soon as I finish pulling it up, really? You know, you I gotta always say, while so Josh prepared. is pulling up that synopsis, hold on. While Josh is pulling up, how pumped oh. were you guys in your inbox when I was like, "Guys, we are gonna watch The Prince of Thieves." How excited was I? Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> dead silence. Dead silence. Are you kidding we, we, me? We're, we're, try, we're trying really hard to pull our punches. I, uh, but, I don't know if this was worth well, it. I was, the, the okay, no, I can, I can answer. I can, I can answer the question. I mean, I, I was definitely excited because I have... Um, and you know, well, with it, this this will skip my childhood memory uh, while Josh is pulling up the synopsis. But I'd never seen this okay. movie before, so for me, I was like, okay, I'm ready to go. And the only thing I knew about it was the Rotten Tomatoes score, which I believe at the moment is sitting pretty at a 58 percent. So I was definitely oh, 52 percent. Excuse me. Yeah. Did it just go down like the stock market? It did. It did just go down. <laughs> That's the weird no, thing about since this, this movie is that episode it trends is upwards and downwards in, in accordance with the stock market. <laughs> yeah, direct, there's a direct corollary. So I was yeah. definitely excited because I'd never seen it because there's also a lot of interesting parallels. This is this is kind of this is kind of inside baseball for long-term or long-standing fans of the podcast, but the second episode ever of Tapes 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 was another Kevin Costner movie entitled Waterworld, and this oh, is yeah we'll, we'll we'll get into that. This is the nice. second uh, you know movie of season three. Kevin so Costner movie, you know there there's some there's some reflections there. Josh, yes, hit him and hit him hard, my brother. All right, uh, I'm go- I, we've only got long ones this time, so this one's going to be a little bit more of a lengthy one. Here we go. After being captured by Turks during the Crusades, Robin of Loxley, is that how? Yeah, Loxley. 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 Loxley and Amor Azim escape back to England, where Azim vows to remain until he, uh, remain until he repays Robin for saving his life. Meanwhile, Robin's father, a nobleman loyal to King Richard of the... 
<laughs> has been <laughs> murdered by the oh. brutal. Sorry, just uh, barfed up a little bit of an ice cream sandwich. Uh, was helped in. Uh, uh, who helped install? You know what? Fuck. <laughs> oh God. That's not what I wow. had for dinner. Just, you know what? Fuck this. I'm Evan, going with the one sentence one. I'm going to. Gonna, <laughs> I don't, yeah. yeah wait, 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 wait. I found a one <laughs> yeah, sentence God. one. Can we when Robin, oh, when God. Robin, his Moorish companion, comes to England and the tyranny of the sheriff of Nottingham, he decides to fight back as an outlaw. You know what, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, we get, uh, we did get he leave? Josh saying that. You know. To Josh, did you just walk away? Come back. That's fine. Evan, I'm very good on podcasts. Let's go. <laughs> okay, Let's well. It, it was never... Oh. I never had to be good oh, at this back. podcast. <laughs> oh it, you know what? It's it, You're coming in, and you're making us have to up our production and how well we're doing it. Damn it right. sucks. So that's what Robin Hood is about. <laughs> if if okay. audiences even knew how many electronic devices I need to just participate in this podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh boy! All right. Well, well. well Rob, thank Robin you Hood's for that. A... Thank you for that synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty bad one. Robin Hood's about Robin Hood. Yeah, it's it's uh, Robin Hood. You know, the boy he steals from the rich, he gives to the poor, and there's a there's little John. There's little key, John, and you got key the magical. Takeaway, Josh did not watch it this weekend. You could tell. <laughs> <laughs> You could tell. <laughs> he was no, like, Chris, that's supposed to be a reveal in, in a couple minutes. So uh, just we'll uh, Robin, sure. Robin of Lockerbie. <laughs> <laughs> Robin of Foot Locker. Um, right. Well, yes. Thank you. Thank you for that. So so before we get into Chris, your childhood, Josh, I'm curious. Are you in the same boat as me? Had you ever seen this when you were a kid? Well, first off, to answer the question that we had earlier, uh, Chris, when you put this movie out as what we were going to choose, I had kind of like an excitement met with uh, like, oh, oh, because I thought we were going to be watching Men in Tights for a split second. Good God. And then we were watching the Kevin Costner one. And Mm. I was like, oh, okay. I, I, you know, this movie, I remember it coming... I remember it coming on when I was a kid. I, I, I've definitely seen it before, but I have very little memory of it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not really big scenes that are, like, coming to mind. It's like, oh, shit, that stuck with me. But I know I saw it, and I know that my dad was into it. Oh, that and... does that does not surprise me at all. This is definitely a Bob flick. Shout-outs, Bob. Well, it's Kevin Costner. Shout-outs, Bob. Uh, <laughs> calling my dad by my first name is <laughs> That's weird. weird. Uh, Shout-out, Mr. Dad. And I I haven't watched it since. Okay. Wow. wow. Well, all right, Chris. And it, well, and it and shows. <laughs> it's good. God, I have some... don't remember any epic scenes. Every scene is epic in this movie. Good. Uh, <laughs> oh I mean, God. I'm not upset at all. <laughs> Chris, inquiring minds want to know what is your. Yes. Ch- you chose this movie. What is your I childhood did. relationship to Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? All right, that's fair. And I will quit uh, Josh and on Josh. Um, Josh is actually good people. I To answer your question, Evan, so no, the uh, the whole thing for me, I mean, everything about this movie, right? Like, I grew up on this movie. I probably saw it in the theaters with my family. We then, uh, keep in mind, like, uh, an, an interesting fact about me is that I grew up in England, and this movie came out while we still lived in England. Oh, wow. So, like, we had that connection to it all, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, okay. And there was just such a time for us because, you know, like you're growing up in England. The movie comes out like it's it's sort of like and it's so here's the fascinating thing. And I hope I'm not getting too far ahead of myself. When this movie came out, like as a kid, you're like, oh, this is great. You know, like they they fight with long staffs. You know, he fights little John on the river with long staffs. Like, right. you know, like there's all this games and fun, fun stuff to be had. Great, great, great. The thing is, is like as an adult, like I'd say a year ago and probably why I picked this for this for this podcast. It's like a year ago. Uh, I watched it. Right. And then I decided to Google it and, like, see what the critics said. Like, the weird – have you ever, like, Googled, like, one of your favorite movies as a kid? And then you Google it and it turns out the critics are like, yeah, not good, bro. You know? <laughs> well, that's like – Yeah, that's happened to us, like – That's, like, literally this, this whole podcast <laughs> is <laughs> watching things. Like, I would say a really good example of that is Wild Wild West. Like, when I watched yeah, that as yeah, a preach. kid, like – that I, I thought that was like the most amazing movie ever, like Will Smith and Kevin Klein, and you know it, that it just was so great. And then when I was talking about you know how we were going to watch it for the podcast with my wife Morgan, and she was like, "Oh, I'm not going to watch that with you." And I was like, "It's great." And she was like, "No, no, no. You know that that's like a bad movie, right?" And I was like, "What are you talking about?" And then yeah, the reviews proved me incorrect yeah. okay so you so you grew up so chris you grew up in england you remember yes. it from when, you, when you were a kid was this like a did your family like this movie or was it just kind of you like what do you think was it like you being a little boy and imagining yourself running through the like the woods of england oh yeah i mean that is pretty uh, that, cool so there is a lot to like about this movie including those things right like they did, you know, I, I looked all this up over the weekend because I, I, I have since become a bit of a film nerd. Like, they had a production budget of $48 million for this movie, right. which back in 1991 uh, is a big deal, you know? Yeah. Um, it, went, it went on to gross like $391 million, I want to say. It was the yeah, second it definitely made money. Yeah. Made a, 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 a truck ton of money. Um, in ninety, it was the second highest grossing movie, I think, behind Terminator. Um, wow. To to base, so it was the second highest highest grossing movie of the year. So it, and I do feel like even when I watched it yesterday, I rewatched it yesterday to prep for this, and I just, and this is actually something that, like, really and truly, I do stand by this, like. I am so nostalgic right now um, for 80s and 90s movies with practical effects. Like, mm, That's interesting, yeah. And I, I think, you know, you should read, the, uh, there was a Slate article during quarantine about Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and it nails it. It's basically like, look, <laughs> you know, like you kind of, you did kind of nail it with your uh, intro evidence. Like, you know, like it's got Kevin Costner, it's got Morgan Freeman, it's got that woman, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> right, yeah. It, it, it definitely fails the Bechdel test, you know, but. Oh, yeah, it doesn't even attempt. Yeah, 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 yeah. They walk it's in. It's just check it out. We've got Kevin Costner and he's doing Robin Hood. Look over here. Right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Josh, you sound like you don't like the movie. Do you, is that <laughs> the case? Do you not like it? 
Okay, well, oh, wait, well, wait a minute before, because we're we're getting Chris. We are getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. You've you've basically done the second half of the podcast oh, and the oh, very end where worry. you suggest something else. I can do more. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, it, so and that you guys is. Want I mean, me that to go is, the other route. I'll go the other route. I can shit on this thing too if we want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris. The producers want us to shit on it. Time. They like it better when we shit on it. So no, because we also have to acknowledge this is not anybody's finest work right like <laughs> oh yeah of like, course you know that that if if someone mentions this movie to kevin costner you know part of it like deep down in like i want to say like his third lumbar he shudders you know like, <laughs> especially with kevin costner he did win mm-hmm. and josh loves these he won the golden razzie for worst mm-hmm. actor this year Ooh, nice I mean, I also want you guys to understand, so we're, this is my family, we're an American family, we're living in a British town off of an American Air Force base, it's 1991, my parents have, good God, six kids, right? Okay. Oh my God. You're really painting a picture here. Six kids, and every Sunday, this is true, this is true, because this was part of the thing, if you remember when this movie came out, Hollywood did it right with this one. They synced up a song with it, you know, which is not featured in the movie, mind you. It's just yeah, Brian Adams. Yeah, Brian. They have Brian Adams singing "Everything I Do, I Do for You." Right, you know, and and it was so funny to my family because at that time he was going head to head with um, Right Said Fred with the song I'm Too Sexy for (laughs) number one on the charts. So every week, uh, you know, my family would drive to the U.S. uh, Air Force Base where we would get pizza. And I mean, this is a vivid childhood memory because after like 18 weeks, you know, (laughs) because I'll never forget this. This one time we happened to go onto the base with my British friend Craig and we all sat in the car waiting and because at that point you you know once you know who the number three is you only need to know who number two is right if they announce right said fred i'm too sexy is number two we didn't even have to listen to the song and then because we would know brian adams is number one you know because you know we're smart like that you know and um anyway i'll never forget my friend craig had to piss like a racehorse, you know, <laughs> but he couldn't get out of the car because the entire family was locked in, waiting to figure out if Wright said Fred of I'm Too Sexy or Brian Adams, everything I do would do for you had won. And that memory haunts me to this day because talk about, you know, making a boy cry. <laughs> like, did he, did he pee? Is he okay? We got him inside. <laughs> Does he still remember that? And like, is it like a painful memory for him? <laughs> no, but every time I watch, every time I watch Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, <laughs> I'm triggered you know, <laughs> for him. You know? Like both mentally by. and bladder wise. <laughs> like, I can't believe my, my family did that to that kid. <laughs> but now oh, somebody you, now you about Kevin Costner. I got to take a piss. Now oh you know why God. that's in my writer, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this explains my writer. <laughs> wow, we brought it all the way around. We're problems. dealing with a professional here, Josh. Yeah. Well, yeah. because we're dealing with a professional, we got to find some way of paying for this. We'll be right back after a short and beautiful ad. Read. Hey, 
y'all. Season three is here and we are extremely proud to now be sponsored by Audible. Audible is the leading platform for audiobooks. If you're listening to this podcast, we know you love having entertainment shoved into your ear holes. And Audible has a nearly endless catalog, including podcasts, theatrical performances, comedy, and Audible originals you won't hear anywhere else. Download Audible on the platform of your choice. Listen to titles on or offline. You can even listen on one device and resume listening on another device at the exact same spot. Want to listen to the audiobook of Matilda by Roald Dahl, featured on episode 36? Of course you do. Then visit audible.com slash tapes, tapes, tapes for a free trial. You'll be supporting the show and getting your nostalgia fix. Once again, that's audible.com slash tapes, tapes, tapes for your first free audiobook. Thanks, loyal listeners. All right, now let's get back to the show. All right, we're back. <laughs> Hey. I couldn't find brown M&Ms, but I found green ones. Uh, well, but, then uh, I'm getting out of this thing. David Lee Roth. Oh, he's, le- a, uh... he's leaving again. <laughs> let, let me log uh, off these five apps you've had me download to participate. <laughs> what a drama queen. All right. Okay. All right. Now we're ready. Now we're ready to un- we're ready to unload, Chris. My right. uh, our experience of watching this movie in real time. <laughs> In 2020, yeah, dry. Um, I took a look at the runtime, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Wow, I'm I'm in for it. Like this will be a this will be a grueling project. <laughs> what a disposition! Yeah, we, it's like two hours twenty two minutes. Yeah, I was I was already coming into it with just a great attitude. Wow. And then the and then the movie began. Yeah. And oh boy. Oh no. We had Kevin (laughs) we had Kevin Costner for whatever reason in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And we had Morgan Freeman The Crusades. Yeah. Doing some flavor of a an accent choice. And we had. Why was Morgan Freeman in this movie? And we had because I get because we we asked ourselves that too. We were like, why is he in this movie? And I was like, maybe it's so that they could like get some black people to come and see this movie. And he was he was they were checking a box. Yeah, they were like, yeah. okay, we got a black guy, we got a woman. Is she white though? Okay, yeah. she's white though. Okay, good. <laughs> we got everything. We got everything right, we send need. It to print. Well, I mean, honestly, yeah, there was some of that. This was also my introduction to Morgan Freeman. I thought he was a badass after this, you know. I mean, um, and he and he that character is very he is badass, but like everything he, he is does good. is very much like magical black man. Like, yes, some, somehow he knows how to deliver babies. Somehow right. he knows how to make explosives. Somehow right. he is like the world's greatest warrior, but like only when he he's wants a, to be. He's a diplomat. Yeah, like yep. he's a diplomat. He can he can inspire people with his voice. It was like, okay, Jesus Christ! Like what? Anytime they yep. need just to move the plot along, we've got Morgan mm. Freeman. So yes, we, uh, yeah, we he had... does. What what is the uh, the legend of Bagger Vance? What do they call that? There, there's now a trope. It's a Hollywood. Yeah, it's the trope. magical black Negro. Yes, yes, yes. He does. It's funny that you say that in hindsight, like, yeah, absolutely. They literally prop up 
uh, Morgan Freeman and this character in that in that very vein. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, that's I, like I, his 100%. type. That's like his. Oh, by the way, thing. I should point out, I don't stand by the movie for like ethical, historical <laughs> accuracy, morality. Like, well, that's what this podcast is about, Chris. It's about oh. ethics. <laughs> oh, oh! <laughs> what am I doing on here? It's like I shouldn't have even. Been this is a trap. Yeah. Chris Hansen's uh, in my room here. This... <laughs> Just okay. So, so anyway, so anyway, so so you're like, all right, <laughs> I'm here for this. They're cutting off hands. They're in Persia. Let's go, yeah, right? I, yeah, no, <laughs> I was not like, all right, let's go. I was like, let's go home. Oh wait a minute! No, we are home. Evan, We're trapped here. It's that. COVID. <laughs> okay, so so how far did you get into this? How far did you watch the? Fir- oh, I watched the whole thing. We always watch nice. the whole thing. We don't. I mean, I think I always watch the whole thing. I think Josh sometimes will skip the end um, yeah. if it's particularly bad. But I I watched it in two chunks because it. I mean, this movie I'm is two and a half hours long. So we watched the first half of it the and first yet night. It feels like it's a cool ninety. and we so we we love alan rickman in this household as well um my wife loves it when i do my terrible alan rickman voice like i will haunt her i'll just walk around the house morgan it's nice to see you like she likes Love the it. ghost of Alan Rickman that comes out of me sometimes. Which, um, which we didn't, we didn't even discuss it, right? I mean, this was a breakout role for the critics. Loved Alan Rickman. In was this. it a? Was it like one of his first? It was. Before. It was Die Hard first, yeah. and then this. Yes, and he, see, yeah. I, I figured that was the yeah, because this feels very much like. I'm thinking about this from a casting point of view, and it's like, oh, who are you going to put in? Mm-hmm. We need yeah, like an evil English guy. Just e- just evil English, and they were just like, "Well, Die Hard just came out. Did you see that? Yeah, right. Oh, fuck, let's get that guy." I was yeah. like, "I've got all it." They, they were just like, and they just they were just like the director was like, "Just do that. Just be, just do Die Hard." Right. Yes. No. Yeah. It just. I mean, I don't. You know, I don't. I don't want to belabor the point too much. It. It. It was. It was difficult Long. to get through. I didn't wow. like the cinematography. I didn't like any of the performances. I know that oh, Alan Rickman yeah. and Morgan Freeman were praised for their performances yeah. in this movie, but I didn't I basically didn't like anything about it. There were a couple of like <laughs> shots of the English countryside that I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right. English countryside is beautiful." Um yeah. and then yeah. I thought Kevin Costner was this was probably yes. the worst casting I've ever seen. Like yeah. Robin Hood is supposed to be this like kind of fun like I don't know he's supposed to be like a like a like a rogue character and Kevin Costner just like he's like your frustrated dad at baseball practice like I'm just not he just doesn't have that kind of that kind of quality but well and did, did you also notice in some scenes he tried a british accent and then in other scenes <laughs> he completely did, couldn't care less i yes <laughs> yeah, there were that's it's kind of a legendary role in that regard it was like there yeah, were just how words often. that he wanted to say in an english way that's why i'm so surprised like interested like you said this played a big part in your childhood like sure. being in england but i got to imagine 
this movie coming out in England and everybody just kind of going, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, is that what they like, think of not, us like, over there? <laughs> the big Sean Connery shows up at the end in a yeah. Scottish Dude, Sean accent. Sean Connery as, showing up at the as end Richard? blew my mind. Like, I was like, <laughs> that is how much money they threw at this movie trying to make it good. Yeah. Is yeah. that That's... they were like, oh shit, we need something for the end. Mm. Josh, I want to make sure we we get what you what you thought of it. Oh, I'm I know we're not there yet. I'm yeah. asking you point blank. I'm steamrolling Chris. His his charm. <laughs> no, we I've gotta broken, get, we gotta get we gotta get Chris's in there first. I've broken free of his charm. He's basically already told us. <laughs> uh, guys, I've got a nostalgia boner for it or whatever. <laughs> Whoa! It's just nostalgia bone. <laughs> You took it as sexual place. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> See, I look at this movie in terms of Robin Hood Men in Tights. Because. <laughs> well, no, 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 Did oh, you hold get on, over it? I, I didn't ask for Robin Hood Men in Tights. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> just just well, because... let it go, man. <laughs> no, I can't let it go because Jesus. that's the movie that I grew up with. And that's yeah. the movie that directly makes fun of of this movie robin hood men in night tights came out in like 1995 and so much of it was a parody of this kevin costner movie Mm -hmm. like they even make direct jokes about like him being from like england like oh your accent is great it's like no it's not it's like oh i can do a british accent (laughs) and like at the end in robin hood men in tights like patrick stewart comes out and does like a terrible accent to like make fun of sean connery Uh, oh i didn't even know that a lot of it yeah like a lot of his indirect reference of this now i want to watch men in tights and come back on this podcast you know yeah well it's 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 fun. it's mel brooks yeah but uh to talk about this movie you know i i got in it the same way that evan did that it was two hours and 22 minutes and i fun of just two you know it's like <laughs> if they could have only added another 30 minutes we'd have had three if only, hours if only where's the know? uncut only, version but yeah, there's, yeah. There's I, want the, I want the cut. I want the Kevin Costner cut that's like four hours long. Hashtag release I, the Costner cut. I I enjoyed watching it. Now I enjoyed very little of this. Uh, <laughs> yes, you know I, my heart. I. Well, I'm a big fan of Kevin Costner in terms of Waterworld because he plays this same director, character. mind you. Well, but here's yeah. the thing: is this hmm. movie? I'm watching it, and I'm thinking, and I'm thinking about like, okay, I'm gonna think about Kevin Costner in the other movie that I know him in that I like, which is him playing like a very stoic, hardened, kind of quiet, but still in an action role movie. Where I'm watching this, where he's supposed to be like this dynamic, kind of playful, but charismatic, somewhat innocent, charismatic, but also mm. like a badass role, and. I do. I would not put him in this role because he just, he's he's. I I just see him in that role in Waterworld and going, that's perfect. And this one, it's like he's just kind of like big and brooding. And anytime there's like lightness in the movie, like it or banter, like I didn't think him and Morgan Fe- Freeman, their like chemistry, chemistry yeah. was that great. Right. Like, I mean, they were. Bo- it's weird. I'm watching this movie and it, and it feels like everybody's trying to do a Shakespeare play. 
where yes. they're all like they got their lines and they want to do them as best as they possibly mm. can but everybody's got a weird accent yeah and yeah. they're trying really hard yeah they're hammer uh, it's like they're and, doing a hammer stress on everything <laughs> yeah yeah and and you know so i just had a hard time really getting into the characters um but actually the thing that did it for me the most that really made me actually load this movie was the music i i don't i'm not really looking for like kind of like purest sense action popcorn movies from the 90s probably because i've just watched so much of them now yeah but this one is like the the complete epitome of it because every mm. piece of music mm. like tells you exactly how to feel yeah. in every moment mm-hmm. before it even happens. Like yeah. the part that I actually like was frustrated by was there's this scene where um there it, it's like right when Ro- when he's like getting everybody together it's like come on we need to band together and make our own weapons and forage and kind of build our own society and take down you know yeah. the empire and and they're like they find this carriage with two what is it they find like uh, some guards or some people and they're like hey we're over here and they like try to run away and lure them into a trap yeah. but they go under like these little grass yep. hut things oh, yeah. and yeah. even when they're going to the grass hut feeds there's this little flourish of like so it's like yep. magical mm-hmm. it's like we didn't need that we already know that they're going in a trap like the the production company that made the movie uh i think it's called morgan's creek they adopted yeah, you can see it for like the rest of their run they adopted the the music from this movie and they they added it to their kind of their their title moment you know, their title card moment when it shows oh Morgan yeah, yeah 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 like the production yeah, card actually yeah oh, that's the, interesting. the production card that's it so um yeah, I, I i i still think they're dead wrong i don't care <laughs> i think this <laughs> i think this soundtrack is absolute garbage and it makes the movie worse honestly if you take the soundtrack out you actually have some moments of tension and some moments wow. of like that feel like impactful wow. i think it just makes it feel <laughs> so campy wow. and like it's just it feels like <laughs> the, i think like it just knocks For, it down okay okay can we just stop because seriously what we're really <laughs> talking about though and seriously like is is you know, this is a conversation about, like, what is it that we are looking for in movies right now? And I certainly yep. think I am actually, like, when I'm looking at what I'm willing to stream these days, honestly, this actually is hitting with me again in the choir because I, I'm i loving kind of escapism uh, adventure. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I needed... For me, this movie still worked for me yesterday because it had swashbuckling, it had comedy, it had a score that I could get behind. Like I, I'm I'm going ten out of ten on Robin Hood Princess. Thieves. Oh, wow, <laughs> this Holy is shit. I'm actually Holy. not going ten out of ten. That would be insane. But like I. <laughs> well, Chris, it's it's on air be... now. Our our loyal listeners just heard you say it yeah. without editing. So okay, okay, okay. I, I'm gonna walk that one back. I feel like years from now I'm gonna be a politician, and they're gonna be like, "Did you really get <laughs> Chris? Go with your gut. No, this, you, this is this is the core of this is the core of what nostalgia nostalgia bone is all yeah. about. It's this is like, why nostalgia is, is such than... like a powerful factor in watching movies yes. because. 
Oh, I yeah. mean, Josh and I didn't really have that that much of a history with this movie, and we basically mm. have the exact same opinion. <laughs> like, I also <laughs> thought the music was like I didn't even think about it, but like while I was watching uh-huh. it, but in retrospect, yeah. like yeah, the yeah. music was really bad, and it 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 did a good <laughs> it did a very good job of taking me directly out of the movie. So yeah. like it's funny because we're just we're coming at it like totally contrasting where you you're saying that this actually does transport you somewhere whereas for mm-hmm. me i was keenly aware the entire time that i was watching a very bad movie <laughs> yeah and i don't, ditto, ditto, I, don't yeah. I don't know if a more scathing review can be made of a movie than that sentence oh i yeah, i you, mean come on was this was not fed action comedy this was not the worst movie you guys have seen right i mean it it might it's up there for for one of the worst only because it was earnestly trying to be really good and they wow. did so wait you're putting this you're putting this below uh, Mary Kate and Ashley's Escape from Volcano Mountain. So the deal with Mary Kate and Ashley's <laughs> Escape from Volcano Mountain was that it's okay. made for you cannot do that. <laughs> it's made for toddlers, so it's not really like a movie. It was a, who was this movie made for? I mean, I don't. I, I guess this movie was made for Chris Trainy. <laughs> That's who this movie was made for. It was made for an American family who was living in England. Living in England. Living in England. And, then, and then he was. They were like, "Yeah, this is England." And all the local England people were like, "The fuck, mate? We need a way to get close to the culture." Oh God, please give us an actor from above. Oh, Kevin Costner. Thank God. Tell us an old British folk story. We need we need this family to go see the movie nine hundred ninety four thousand times to make our money back, and so we did. <laughs> for for me, this movie culminates perfectly with the theme of everything that took me out of it. At the very very end, I don't know Josh if you were tracking this, but at the very very end, Michael McShane who plays Friar Tuck. Also, yes, shout-outs, uh, Richie Rich. Yeah. He was like the science boy in Richie yeah, Rich. Yeah, he was the ins- the inventor. Yeah, he was the science boy. Mike McShane, he yeah. looks into the camera. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, at the very end yeah. of the movie, he's like, oh, well, there's celebrating to get done. And then he winks. And, and you're like, the last yeah. two and a half hours of my life. What <laughs> happened? <laughs> like, that moment, I think, yeah. perfectly encapsulates, like, they didn't yeah. give a shit about me. Like, they didn't, the then, people who made this movie, they did not give a crap ca- about me. And then at the they end. They didn't even care about most of their roles. No. Like, yes, they did. The that, Maid that, Marian role, she's just, like, quivering the whole movie. And then she gets to kiss Kevin Costner and everything's fine. Oh okay, that, that you know, I don't know. I did like that they used her as like a, you know, she attacks him at first, you know. They they did the same thing that. that they do with so many of these 90s movies where like at the very beginning you think she's going to be like a cool badass character and then they just yeah. completely forget about it. Like, they, yeah. like casper (laughs) forgot about they just were like oh that's right like in like casper the the girl from casper what's her name um oh yeah christina ricci christina ricci like in the very beginning they're like she's really smart she knows how to deal with electronics and then it's just like no she's just there's a ghost who's in love with her that's all (laughs) like there's nothing else special about her 
We've we've got a we're we're at that time. We've got to rate this belch. You wanna you wanna hit it off first, Josh? Oh boy. Do you give 1991's Robin Hood Prince of Thieves a be kind and rewind or an eject and reject, baby? Uh I'm gonna give this uh a I'm trying to come up with something that rhymes with the word. Uh, I'm trying to invent my own review. Yeah, he, a, this is uh, what he does, Chris. At the end of every episode, he it's a very simple. You you have two choices, but I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a, a flight flights and tights. A fl- okay, so that's an eject and reject. Yeah, no, it's a flights and tights. Oh I'm giving it a flights. I'm giving it a flights for you. Just you, you see it coming, and you just go the other way. Wow. And uh, tights. But aren't for... you guys better for having seen this? Come on, you know. Now you've seen it. Now you well, know. Now we. It's it's like <laughs> yeah. It's now we've seen it. It's about it's it. like going through a traumatic experience. Like yeah, at the end of it, if you survive, <laughs> you're better off for going through it. We're here to educate others. No, so I give it a flights and tights. Flights for fly away from it. Tights okay. for when All you fly right. away from it, you see the All tights. Right. Okay. So you, you watch Robin. Next contestant, <laughs> go ahead, Evan. Let's let's get it. All let's right, I'm, it yeah, go I'm ahead. gonna eject and I'm gonna give it straightforward eject and reject. I don't think that you need to rewatch this. I mean, I think that Robin Hood. There have been so many different iterations. Like they continue to do it. Russell Crowe did it a few years ago. Um, oh, yeah. they did a more recent one where it's like, where it's like literally like modern day Robin Hood. Um, there's the Disney uh, classic, you know, dude, that Disney, Disney one, one. Oh, boy. like there's yeah. that Robin Hood. I had the hots for that Robin Hood. Ugh. Yeah, he was. He yeah, was really that hot. one's and the um, music in that Disney one is. Phenomenal. And they yeah. they also do a really interesting thing with the animation style, where like they they kind of are inspired by old school like English children's books. Um, yeah. So anyway, the, I just think that yeah. like there's so many other directions you can go in. I don't know why you would do this one. It's not even Kevin Costner's best work. Like, go watch your Field of Dreams or um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Almost anything but else. But come on, don't 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 you think it, it merits? I mean, the Alan Rickman alone—he's famous for this movie. You know? He he is famous like, for this no, movie. I don't but, think he does a good job he, in this movie. But he hated it too. He was like, I had to change a bunch of the of my own lines because it was so bad. So like, yeah, imagine yeah. how bad it was. He's completely one-dimensional. Well, he's just yelling the whole time. Yeah, he. I was not impressed with him. I mean, I'm I like him visually. I have a big fat mm-hmm. crush on him. But mm-hmm. he's not doing it for me, Chris. See, what do you see, rate? This was like, uh, this was like. See, I love how I'm still defending it. You don't understand, <laughs> guys. All the way to the see, end. We, we, my family would quote this movie. You know, I mean, this there are quotable lines from this movie. You know, and never mind. Yeah. The, <laughs> the power of nostalgia, baby. Can, can I, can I cuss on this podcast, or how does that work? Who, who listens to this? You can go blue here. Yeah, you it's can cuss. fine. Um, I am going to rewatch this MFR till the day I die. I'm gonna <laughs> take my kids to see it when it's screening at the music box at a midnight cult classic. We're going, okay, all okay. the way. Be kind. Rewind multiple viewings. Wow. Okay. 
<laughs> All right, folks. Well, you heard it here, folks. Gotta give it up to you standing on this hill. Chris Trainy <laughs> Die on this hill. is canceled. It's Tronny. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows at this point. Who gives a shit? Um... All right. What? What? I mean, I think the most obvious recommendation for what to watch instead of this would Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah, I guess it would be the Robin Hood Men in Tights or Robin Hood maybe, animated the Disney the Disney one. Yeah, the Disney animated one is a good one. Yeah, that's a good um, one. If you want to see if you, if you want to see Morgan Freeman at his like best, I I think in this kind of role. Um, Hudson, uh, no, not not Hudsucker Proxy. Um, Shawshank Redemption um, yeah. is really really good, and you know, then yeah, he's but playing... that's like that's like cherry picking like a, a, a an action shoot 'em up Robin Hood movie, and then being like, or go see this Oscar. Do you know what I'm saying? That's like, true, I guess. Okay, okay, it's not really fair. That's, <laughs> that's like not fair at all. You know, that's like yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> I mean, I get what you guys are saying. I have this movie though is so enveloped in nostalgia for me. It it I, I'm on I'm on I'm on its team. If you know what I'm saying, I you know? I know exactly, brother. I've been there. I've been there with Wild Wild West. Um, oh, you're on the right, dude. That I, is yeah. a dud, man. Whoa. Like that's that's Wild Wild West is such a dud. Will Smith admits that it's it's a bad movie. I don't even hear the words that you're saying. I can't I can't <laughs> speak that language. All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here, folks. Chris, do you have? Thank you, Chris, sincerely for being on tapes, tapes, tapes. We appreciate no. you. I'm gonna give you a little round of applause. Thanks, guys. Thanks. I for appreciate you, I, you fighting through your bad opinion <laughs> all the way to the end. <laughs> no, it's just uh, it's just an opinion. Chris, what do you what you got anything uh, going love, on in your life you want to tell us about? I love how you just dismissed me there, Josh. It's just an opinion. <laughs> just <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable. <laughs> I want to come back on this podcast so bad just to yell at you too. Um, <laughs> I, uh, Again? I, I feel like I'm going to be the one guest who gives you guys like a one-star review and is fuming and be like, oh my Prince God. of Thieves is <laughs> an incredible movie. <laughs> and these two schmoes don't get what Kevin Reynolds was going for. Oh, God. I think I do get uh, too bring much. It on, bitch. Chris, no, what, what are you doing uh, with I, I genuinely do appreciate. Thank you for having me on. Uh, this was a fun trip down memory lane for a million reasons, um, uh, and I got nothing going on. I was a stand-up comedian, but now I um, now I just go for walks. So. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again, Chris, for coming on. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher Premium. Yeah, you could not Stitcher Premium. <laughs> Find us on a regular, regular Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Apple iTunes. Look out for my one-star review. (laughs) (laughs) Look out for Chris's one-star review on this episode. Um, Music and audio production done by yours truly, Evan William Crockett. Artwork is done by Kersey Barrett Torme. Uh, Handsomeness done by Joshua. Um, Josh, sing them out. Let's let's go on a on a real nice Robin Hood inspired ballad. 
Oh, once in a world, he comes on down, and it's Kevin Costner, he's Robin Hood, and when he comes down, and he's got his bow, he's gonna take down an action class, and no, those arrows go shoving to the sky, and then he's gonna come right by, and he swings on by on his rope, and he says, I'm Kevin Costner, it's tapes, 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 <laughs> thank you from tapes, 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 oh. Kevin and Costner is our favorite. <laughs> All right, bye, everybody. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.